0: Also, my boo-boo has been the consistency of vegetable beef soup from Denny's. And I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what the correlation of that
1: is. I'm trying to imagine vegetable beef soup from Denny's. Now, Mm -hmm. is that is that like of the thicker variety, or is that like the canned sort of thin soupy variety? It's broth with chunks. Chunk broth. Yep. Wow. I may vomit.
0: (laughs) For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here as always with the body modifications to my Gomorrah, Mister C.J. Laroche, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man.
1: What does that mean, body modifications? What are you saying right now? I don't what know. Happened? I don't know. I regretted it as soon as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> I, don't
0: I know mean, what I it was means. like,
1: is—is is it a play on Sodom and Gomorrah? No, you're not religious. No. Uh it, is it a play on like the fact that she had to like put green skin? I don't understand. Well no, she has that. she has body modifications. Okay. Yeah. No. She does. No. Not Gamora. She totally does. Not Gamora.
0: Not nearly as many as Nebula, but she does. When she's when she when Nebula blows up her ship, Rocket says her body mods will keep her alive for a few minutes, but
1: that's it. Oh, she does have body modifications. She does. Okay, we need to take it back because that makes total sense. I don't think we need to
0: take it back, but I think this is a great way to tell the people what movie we're talking about today.
1: Okay, well, if they haven't figured it out by now, um, (laughs) A, they haven't been listening. B, they haven't been listening to our show. And C, what up, people? Come on. This is Guardians of of the motherfucking galaxy. CJ, I'm just gonna
0: I'm just gonna start off with like it's fucking great.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's perfect. Great. It makes my desert island top five. It's an icon. End of end of story.
0: Episode over. It's That's so it.
1: good. Signed, sealed, delivered. This is a fucking insanely good movie.
0: And you know what's crazy? I, I knew I liked it. I remembered liking it. I remember thinking it was great. But like now that we've seen all the way clear through endgame and judging with that perspective of how it holds up in the universe, what yeah. a what a spectacular entry, you know? Yeah. A no, team up they, they- a team up of unknown characters and it's funny and sexy
1: and actually heartfelt. Oh yeah, no. Not only unknown characters, bro, but like unknown entities in the Marvel comic universe, right? Like these are not popular characters. This is not Captain America. This is not Thor. This is not Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? Like th- these, this Guardians of the Galaxy is relatively, you know, unknown, right? Niche. As far it's as niche. yeah, it's it's a little niche, and they James Gunn, James Gunn, James, yeah, come on, James Gunn. I mean, come on. He has introduced these characters in an eloquent, dirty, exciting... I mean, every every fucking positive adjective that you could pull out of the lexicon of the English language, slap it on this movie and no one could argue with it. I, I challenge you, 19 listeners, to find someone that can argue with this movie.
0: It's so good. It's so good. And like... I mean, right off the jump, we meet Peter and his whole interaction with his mother. And that was challenging. That was challenging, man. And he didn't take her hand. And that whole thing and, and, and that whole situation, I was like, the trailer didn't set me up for that.
1: Like, no.
0: That that's the McGuffin for our main character. Like that's yeah. the MacGuffin for our main character. It's wild.
1: It's wild, man, and like, oh, you can see the pain in his eyes. This little kid, uh, you just you just know, you know what he's going through, right? Like, I, I, we've lost parents, so we know, like, we, yeah, know, we know what it's like. Yeah, And to see it on screen and it's like I said earlier, eloquent, right? Like yeah, done in such an eloquent way. It's not heavy handed. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just like, she's talking about his dad. She's like, like laying the groundwork for like, who's his dad. Right. Totally. So we get a little bit of story. Uh, she does it so well. That actress uh, who plays Peter's mom, uh, Laura Haddock, she's great. The kid is great. And then, she he doesn't take her hand and we don't even like when you're watching a movie, sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, well, that's going to come back later. Yeah, that do, it doesn't feel like that. No, no. It feels right? like, wow,
0: this is just his background trauma that we get to know. Yeah. It. It's like a yeah. detail.
1: Yeah. It's like whatever Um we know now, having seen the movie seven times for me oh. that it comes back in a in a fucking like nuclear bomb way
0: you would never right? have seen that coming you would no. never have seen that coming
1: no you don't and i forget every single time yeah. um that's he what gives outside. him the strength
0: to reach out yes that's what gives him strength because yes! always regretted not taking her hand
1: for icon <laughs> or Ycon, i'm cj laroche <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs>
1: but it's such a good payoff it's such yeah. a solid payoff it's, an, it's just incredible. And then so he runs outside. He gets taken up in the ship. And then Come and Get Your Love starts. Yeah. Like, what a way. Like, I remember growing up and listening to that song because my brothers listened to it. They were of that era. Mm-hmm. Right. But, like, no one in the real world today knows, knew that song.
0: No. No. It was until- all these great
1: throwbacks that you kind
0: of had a vague familiarity of
1: yes yes the awesome mix man and there are so many there are so many times in this movie like when they're playing escape during the the prison escape and there's like other times where like the lyrics just fit so perfectly and Gunn even said he's like yeah no i wrote it like i wrote the script with these songs in mind and it's you know? so and funny the soundtrack of this film is just incredible we're getting a little bit
0: ahead of ourselves but it's kind of the thing yeah, that like we do we do
1: but that's here's, what we do. here's
0: the thing. It's so funny that the success of Gunn's choices led to the dismantling of David Ayer's Suicide Squad led to a commissioning of James Gunn's Suicide Squad.
1: Right. Because that's what they always yeah. wanted. Yeah. There's it's, – it's so funny the, the parallels between that, that movie and this movie and how this movie was so successful – at oh, yeah. doing all the things that that movie kind of like failed
0: spectacularly at. Well, that's, it's just not the movie they shot. They tried to make it this movie in reshoots.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not
0: the script they shot. That's why it was a mess. But that's yeah. a whole nother episode. Which um, we've already done. Which we've already which we are, done.
1: We've already done yeah.
0: Do you know what I loved? Among the things that I love, I loved how the meeting on uh, what's where? – where is he at?
1: Bo- Borag. Morag when he, when he meets Gamora. Oh, Xandar
0: Xandar. Yes. where are Nova is located.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: where? how he meets Gamora and Groot and rocket that whole sequence. Yeah. yeah. So fun. So, so fun. interesting. Um, Bradley so well Cooper's done. rocket is amazing.
1: Uh, you, oh, Brad- I, yeah, I've heard Bradley Cooper speak. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't play rocket. Can't be him.
0: No, it can't be him. it's it can't so, be him. it's so bizarre. It's so good though. Who knew he was such a great voice actor?
1: Yeah, no. And like this little CGI raccoon could have been <laughs> so bad. Oh yeah. And the, it he's could have hilarious. Been so awful. And he pulls it off the, 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 I don't know, I guess the, the effects people yeah. really pull it off. You know, it, it, It's magical. It's it's
0: when they you're talking
1: about you're talking about the when they first met. uh, Yeah, it's it's the slapstick man. It's like fucking classic slapstick vaudeville comedy in a blockbuster. Yeah, with space, like (laughs) like, it's so weird, but it's so funny.
0: And everybody there is firing on all cylinders. It's so good. It's some of
1: Zoe Saldana's best work. Gamora. Oh my God. Yeah. No, She's she's incredible. She's iconic, man. Yeah. She nails it. Nails it.
0: And I just love that. And it sends them that whole situation sends them into He does a great job of getting getting to the point, right? So he's yeah. introducing like but the characters are introduced so efficiently. So we get a little bit of extra time with Peter Quill. Mhm. And then and then that leads us to Ronan and then that leads yep. us to Gamora and Rocket and Groot and that whole interaction which gets them sent to the kiln, which leads us to Drax, mm-hmm.
1: Drax. Which, leads us,
0: which leads us to the first, they have to have a team up moment to get out.
1: Yeah. And I love, 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 love. Um, the, it, it's a trope, right? It's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You're going to do this. And we show them doing this and you're going to do this and we show them this and you're going to do this. And then Groot just like skips all of it. He yeah. skips the whole thing. He like skips to the end. Right, like he's like us, right? He gets way ahead of ourselves, um, and I think that that was intentional on the filmmaker to be like, I'm actually going to like subvert your expectations in a really high quality way, this. unlike what Ryan Johnson did in The Last Jedi. You didn't have to bring that up; that wasn't necessary. Yeah, no, it absolutely was, and I'll tell you why. My wife, yesterday, she's like looking through Star Wars stuff to put on the wall, and she goes, Oh, my God, this is the one that we have to get, and it's three porgs. And I said, Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) What if they were the crystal foxes?
1: Uh, Shut up with that, man. (laughs) The crystal foxes. What are those things? Those are a plot device to get them out the back of the cave. Look, the foxes, they yeah. must know where to go. Yeah. Oh, ho ho, I'm Ryan Johnson. <laughs> oh, ho ho, I must have a small wiener. Ho oh, ho ho. I leave Ryan
0: Johnson alone until you've seen knives out. Okay. Then you will understand the Not magic. Not leave
1: it alone though. No. Not leave it alone.
0: No. Understand the magic, embrace the magic. Also, yeah. he had to get to the just like moving rocks line.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. I love that movie. I still think it's good. Okay. Yeah. Everyone well, is entitled to their own opinion, and stinky ones at that. <laughs> let's talk about escaping the kiln. How'd you feel about oh. that? How
0: did that make oh, you feel? Oh my god! It's, it, it's <laughs> kind of, and at this point, it's kind of bonkers sequence number
1: four. You know, like, yeah. It's so, right. Everything's ridiculous at this point, and you're just on board. Everything's ridiculous. You're just on board, but it's shot. And edited so well. It's put together, right? It's like it's like a fashionista, mm-hmm. you know, like a really great designer, like Michael Kors or like Coco Chanel, right? Yes. When they showed up, they were just like put together. Yeah. That's what this movie is to me.
0: Yeah. The put assembly, together really, the, really well. The assembly is exquisite. Uh, I, I love that he cuts off the gravity. Surprises me every time. Yep. You cut off the gravity everywhere but in here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I knew it was coming.
1: I told you I had a plan. Yeah, he did. I told you I had a plan.
0: And they were yeah. talking to all that shit behind him, and he's like, not helpful. Yeah, <laughs> not helpful, not helpful. It's so good. Rocket, here's the thing about Rocket, and this is what I forgot, is that Rocket is clutch. Oh, yeah.
1: and, no, and Rocket's I, the linchpin of the group. Yeah,
0: he really holds it together. Yep. So much so that uh, during the... The nowhere sequence, when um, that the nowhere sequence is when Drax fights Ronan. Right, I'm talking about the right thing. Yeah, that's when he he
1: says, "I'm here." Rah, rah, rah.
0: Yeah, and he does the whole thing, summons Ronan, that that whole big thing. Um, yep. it's it's the comedic banter between Groot and Rocket, where Rocket says everything Groot's saying back for the audience's benefit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know they're the only friends we've ever had. Exactly. There's exactly. only two the, of us. <laughs> the the Groot the Groot I am Groot is such a great device, right? To like to ah oh man, it's so good. And every time it's it's like we know what he's saying. Oh like yeah, hear it out, and we can discern it, and it's it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. I I, I love that they finally released in the scripts
0: that there's always a translation for what the I am Groot is. Mm. So he knows what he's saying when he says it, yeah. Yeah. and that and that the one in um, Infinity War was dead. Yeah, <laughs> well, <it's> so, <laughs> Oh, so so sad. Yeah. Oh my god. Their relationship, a Rocket and Groot's relationship, is so fun and so
1: funny. Yeah. And and I no, totally, man, they're they're one of the great film tandems of all time, man.
0: Oh yeah, and I totally buy it when he's like, "There's only two of us," and Drax gets up. Three. Again, I knew the line was coming. It's <laughs> low key corny. It's kind of the most obvious retort Drax can give you. And right. you know it's a team of movies, so you're expecting it. So satisfying the way it lays out. And I think that's a that's a, a testament to how James Gunn knew exactly what he was making and all of the actors knew what they were making too. Yes. That they, they knew they knew how heightened it was. They knew right. how serious the stakes
1: were. Yep. You know so, so it tra- reminds me of a of a great far, like stage farce. Yeah. Right? Like the the actors have to be on their game. They have to believe every single word that they're saying and protect the possibility of a happy ending. And that's yeah. what makes it work. Like that's oh, yeah. where the comic gold is.
0: When everybody's clued into the tone. You know what? and nobody's so yeah. big, but they're big. Like <laughs> those, yeah. char- those characters are big.
1: Yeah, no, and, and that leads that leads perfectly into you know if Rocket is the linchpin of like the fictional characters, like Chris Pratt sets the tone
0: he's so for good. the entire yeah. cast. And this is kind of what made him a huge megastar, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah. Like oh, this yeah. it was after this they were like, oh, he's super hot and really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, just started watching Parks and Rec. So like really getting, you know, I had watched clips and yada, 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 but I'm not getting like the full Chris Pratt experience. It's like, oh my God. Well, talk about the full Chris Pratt experience. Andy
0: was never supposed to come back for season two. Right. It's just that they loved having him on set and loved everything he did. They're like, how can we work Andy back in? Where are you in your Parks and Rec journey? Uh, End of season one. Oh, okay. So side note, not relevant to this. (laughs) but the <laughs> the the start of season 2 is one of the most spectacular character retcons
1: ever. Oh nice.
0: And that's Can't all I'm going to say. It is and 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 they spend the rest of the series pretending like it was always like that.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Very exciting. Just
0: a hard retcon and get into it cuz the show gets so much better.
1: Oh good. Yeah. Glad to hear that cuz it's pretty it's pretty excellent so far.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's kind of like girly office, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. They, they deviate from that and it gets no magical because the cast yeah. is great. You don't need to – you don't need a formula on them. They're hilarious. Right.
1: And we've deviated from our purpose here today.
0: Yes. I want to talk about this fight with Nebula okay. and Quill's first sacrifice. And It's not really so much the sacrifice because it's really cool that he did that. It's when he's in Yandu's ship and he's like, I mean, that was – heroic (laughs) (laughs) it's again it never takes itself so seriously the second it gets super dramatic super serious it they he breaks it up he doesn't let it get there because because he's got to tug on your heartstrings again later
1: yeah no exactly and it's it's the timing and the knowing when to do it Mm. that separates you know the good from the great and this is a great.
0: It's really, really quality. And then some quality uh, John C. Riley and Glenn Close as your Oh, my Nova God. Cool people.
1: Yeah, like totally understated, underrated, and hot. You know, undebated. Like and, they know what's up.
0: And and coming into the latter half of Act Two, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like Glenn close?
1: <laughs> <What's> <laughs> what the hell is here? she doing here? <laughs> totally. It's like, is
0: that fucking Glenn Close?
1: It yeah. is. Yes. Yeah, no, she's yes. absolutely she's absolutely the, the only choice in this era to play Nova Prime. Yeah, she's fantastic. How did you feel
0: about Ronan?
1: Okay. Well, that just pissed on my Fun party! Thanks knew, a lot, Andrew. I
0: knew it would, and it's important we start that conversation in this half hour.
1: Okay, so yeah, Ronan, meh. I mean, it's a missed opportunity, mm-hmm. and it goes to show like how how you you can like the good can outweigh anything if you have a really really quality product. Like you can you can get over your weak links.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that being said there it's a great, like a great idea. Like he's pissed that they've signed this treaty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But that's the only motivation he has. Right. So like, he's upset that they signed the treaty and that, and now he's evil and like bathing in his victim's blood. Yeah. Like they really, really, really could have introduced because this is one of our fir- I believe if not, this might be like one of our first introductions to the Cree. In the MCU. It is. Right? Yeah.
0: It, it, it is the first introduction to the Kree. It's also the first introduction of the concept of
1: Celestials. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that it was a real missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the word bad. I'm not going to say the word boring. I think it's just a missed opportunity.
0: I, I feel that my my thinking of it was I got all the way to act – the end of act two. And I was like, I'm having such a dandy time. I have zero clue why Ronan is this far into the story. You know, I have no, I I don't understand. I really have a clear picture of everyone else's stakes. I Uh mean, for, for fuck's sake, Nebula has a clearer motivation than Ronan. Yeah. You know, and thank God she does because she becomes so important later on. But she's amazing. I feel like Ronan, They wrote it – it's it's that same thing. There's a type of MCU film they write that's just bad, and they really dress it up with a
1: great actor in it. Yeah, absolutely. Lee Pace does a fantastic job. He's all over the screen. He's chewing up the scenery. But again, talk to me about why he's upset about the treaty. How many of his family have been murdered by the Nova Corps? You know, what happened to him and his personal interaction with the Nova Corps? Why, why does he hate them so much? We don't know. You know and now we never we don't know. Will. Now we, we never, never will. will. Yeah. It's a shame. Will. I mean, we may find out in the Marvels. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but we know that, you know, he died. Spoiler alert, everybody. He dies at the end of this movie. We see him again at the end of Captain Marvel. So maybe we'll see him again along the line. Um I hope so. But... Yeah, I'm going to call it a missed opportunity. For this moment, yeah.
0: Other, other than that, the script is super tidy. Oh, um, yeah. While we're on the topic of sacrifices. Okay. We got to talk about Groot's sacrifice.
1: Oh. <laughs> Did, wow. Why does it always wreck me? Yeah, because it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a thing. <laughs> I was going to say it's a man, it's a human, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Laying their life down. You know, for the yeah. greater good, for their for for their homies, he can protect them. Yeah, absolutely. He's the he, only one. He's the he's only done, way yeah. that they survive.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so funny that they start this with grown up Groot right now, and then we see it a couple movies later with teenage Groot that this is always in him. It's it's who he is. Yeah, right? he knows yeah. what needs to be done, whatever state he's in of his growth. Groot's gonna come through at the last second for you.
1: Yeah, no question, no question. He's gonna come, Groot.
0: I loved it so like what I didn't realize is I think I saw it better uh, on my screen with Disney Plus than in the movie theater I think I couldn't really take this detail in is is Rocket's face when he's like why are you doing this you'll die yeah Rocket's face is heartbreaking and the little branch comes up and touches Rocket's face before he
1: says we are Groot dude it's beautiful Oh man! Like weird. I'm Groot. getting a little getting a little punchy just thinking about it.
0: No, it's because it's fucking great. It's fucking, yeah. It's fucking great. And then again, we have this whole moment of Groot's sacrifice, and it gets silly real quick with that final distraction. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the he, dance off. The, <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> in
0: the middle of his big evil villain speech?
1: <laughs> Dance off, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you do? I'm distracting you. Bam! <laughs> it's so good.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: It's so funny. Uh it's so funny. And to once again to tie it back to the McGuffin at the yep. beginning with the take my yep. hand. And it also ties up that they're a team. Everything yep. everything they have survived, yep. they've survived because they were together because they work together because they bring random different things to the table.
1: Yep. And I got to say in that moment, I find the most anti that's the name of the movie line oh, yeah. ever. Like it totally works the way that he says you're guardians of the galaxy. Like, cause he, they're the only thing standing in his way of fucking wrecking everybody.
0: Yeah. And they do Perfect. it. It's so good. They fucking yep. save the universe. Yeah, for sure, it's great. And also, and and then the heartstring tugging doesn't stop, right? Because then their records get expunged, you know. And they get on the ship together, and then you see the supercut of uh, John C. Riley going back to his family. You see Yondu understand he's been tricked, and he loves it because that's his son. Mm -hmm. And their relationship is fucked. It's but it's also what it is. Yep. You know, you can't really judge their relationship there. What are they, Ravagers? Nope. That's. That's how they show love. That's their love language. He's like, I love it. I got double-crossed. I was expecting to be double-crossed. Yeah. This is the gangster's lifestyle. Yeah. He's like, fell for it. That's fucking great. Um,
1: (laughs) I love that it's a troll too. Like he fucking trolled him.
0: He trolled him. He literally trolled him. And then the letter. The Uh, letter, CJ. Yeah. How he reads the letter and puts on... um, uh, you're All I Need. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I just it's forgot. So I forgot how much heart it had.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> the music, man. The music just, it just fucking works, man. It flows so well. It's such, it's all the great songs, you know, the ones that can make you jump, can make you dance, can make you laugh, can make you cry. It's all, it's all you want, man.
0: A post-credit sequence that is not relevant to the greater story, or is it? Well, you tell me. Well, I mean, because I lo-
1: there's two of them, right? There's two post credit scenes in this film.
0: I'm talking specifically about the Howard the Duck cameo scene. Oh,
1: yeah. So that so that's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not not yeah. Ba- baby group. Well, baby Group becomes the marketing yeah. campaign for Volume Two.
1: Because yeah, everybody sell, sell freaked, toys, sell
0: toys. Everybody freaked out about him dancing in that pot, and it, it's cute as shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's also
1: James Gunn mocap. Is it yes.
0: really? Yeah, <laughs> the arm coming out like yeah. it's so good. Yeah, he
1: did that. He did that. How fun! Yeah, no, Howard the Duck. Um, I think you know. So. Uh, Eric Voss, a new rock star, said, like, you can finally make a comic book book movie look like a comic book. And that's what this movie accomplished. And for me, I think the Howard the Duck thing is just the, the proverbial cherry on top. You know, it's like this obscure fucking comic book character for Marvel that anybody who's seen that 80s movie did, doesn't really know that Howard the Duck is a Marvel character.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, to have him in there, I think it's just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> no, of course, fucking. Howard the Duck, you know, is here. Like I think we catch a glimpse of him when they're with the collector. Oh yeah. my, Benicio del Toro as the collector. Ah, oh, fabulous, fabulous he's,
0: job. He's brilliant. I will, we'll give, we'll heap more praise upon him when he's an old man because he's given us a lot of strong, boldly weird yet understated characterizations
1: on film. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm going back to like the usual suspects. One of my favorite lines in that whole movie is when they're making him say the line. Give me the keys, yeah. you cocksucker. He's like, give me the keys, you What? <laughs> give me the keys, you cocksucker. In English, please. <laughs> give me the keys, you cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good.
0: He's so good. I love him in Basquiat. Oh. He's brilliant.
1: He's fucking brilliant. You know what else uh, he's really yeah. brilliant as? Oh, tell me.
0: As DJ in the Last Jedi. Ah, ah, ah. How could you? <laughs> we
1: Slid that such one. A, we were having such a nice time.
0: <laughs> Slid that in there.
1: Um. Yeah. So no, I like Howard the Duck. I like Baby Group. I think that you know, the reason that I put this here is because we're coming off of Thor, the dark world, we first are introduced to the infinity stones and James Gunn in, you know, the real world is tasked with like truly introducing Thanos, truly introducing the infinity stone. And, you know, Benicio del Toro is the greatest narrator. The collector is the greatest narrator to tell like, you know, anybody who hasn't read the books, like, okay, guys, this is what this is. This is why we're here. Like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I love it I think it's so good
0: so now did they show us that because the destroyed collectors menagerie is gonna come into play later is that why they showed us that I'm just trying to figure out the relevance
1: of going back to the collector I think it's just for fun just for fun just for how uh, yeah I don't think we need I don't think it really <laughs> needs anything else I think that when this movie came out you know it's like deeper into phase too
0: mm-hmm.
1: right like we've we've taken it and moved it earlier um yeah i think it's just for fun man just i love it i
0: also love that he's still in his cage <laughs> like,
1: oh yeah the whole place oh, yeah. is destroyed he's just sitting there it's just like yeah. just chilling drinking a martini <laughs> i love that howard the duck movie man i used to watch that a lot i, I saw there. it
0: so many times leah thompson
1: yeah living legend yeah. leah thompson Absolutely. And they have that like weird moment where they almost fuck.
0: Yes. Oh, it's weird. I just remember when he first gets catapulted to earth and you see the lady in the bathtub with her huge duck breasts. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I was very young. <laughs> but remember, I told you, I told you this last episode, my mom would just sit me in front of a movie. like she would, And her whole thing was, uh, was like, he's smart. He's fine. Like, she would yeah, just let all, me watch movies. It's all good. She's going to see it eventually. I turned out
1: okay. I think so.
0: Uh, We should take a break.
1: Let's do that.
0: You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see
1: the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew, like in your midsection, um, like in your, your chest area? Where Where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some.
0: Listen, my chest area is on fire. But really, it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking, oh,
1: to, I'm talking to people absolutely. on the Instagram.
0: I'm talking to people on the Twitter. And I want to do more of it.
1: The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yes, yeah, so I think that Andrew, where can where can the people who may be nineteen, twenty, twenty one, where can they find us? Listen
0: at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram, and we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those fifteen episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there, and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it.
1: Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We are back. We had some technical D that fortunately none of you had to deal with whilst we were away. Indeed. In-
0: Indeed. You know what? Indeed.com. I'm going to be honest with you. This, this love fest that we had was yep. really good but it's I good. think – you know what? I'm a big fan of like categorizing my feelings. It helps me rationalize them better. And I sure, think sure, if sure. we can categorize our love fest
1: into okay. something
0: like some – I don't know, ephemeral questions.
1: So we really need to find out what is in. An- Icon, icon. Webster defines it as a person or thing regarded as a representative symbol worthy of veneration. And uh, now uh, is the time when we will decide if this movie is an icon or why by asking questions. Did it work with its quirk? And it's silly tone, ephemeral questions. Never has a movie answered, so finally, this one is so divine. Andrew, what worked for you? I think we'll know what you'll say. What is your award? We never leave that part dismayed. This movie we both love. But we have to dive real deep, so now I'll shut up. Wait! You did a whole verse and chorus.
0: It needed it, man. It's the content we all deserve. Honestly. Absolutely, yeah,
1: absolutely. What but you worked never knew about- you needed. No, you never knew you needed. What worked about this movie for you? Oh, the, the actors, the cinematography, the soundtrack, the story, the script, the Infinity Stones, the comic book aspect, um, everything. Most of all, the characters and the relationships okay. yeah. because at the end of the day, that's what this thing is about. It's about the relationships that they forge with each other, the relationships that they have to the peripheral characters in their mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah. All of the relationships that, that, that come out of it, not just, you know, the, the, the Yondu, Peter Quill, my father, son, Yondu, uh, Peter Quill, Meredith Quill, mother, son, uh, the romantic relationship with Peter Quill and Gamora, which happens so organically and is so lovely that we never even talked about. The sibling rivalry between Gamora and Nebula. All of the, the best friend camaraderie between Rocket and Group. The, the longing for a family that Dave Bautista, uh, that Drax has. The relationships in this film are so perfectly fucking written and executed. I can't even.
0: That's my what worked. The focus on the relationships. (laughs) They get so much real estate in the movie and every single one of them pays off. Specifically – and I love the Drax one when he decides that they're all friends. (laughs) And and again, it's getting very sincere. He's like, and green whore. (laughs) And she's like, enough. (laughs) That. (laughs) And this green whore. She. (laughs) It was so good. No, it was it was the relationships for me, and again, like you said, all of the because you see it all. Peter and Yandu is such a complicated thing, and I'm so happy that that becomes such a big part of Volume Two because we just get a little germ of it. And he's like, he's the only family I've ever had.
1: Yeah, no, and I love I love at the end, you know. Like I'm glad that we didn't, you know, give him to his dad. That guy was an asshole. You know, it's like it's like every fucking stepfather. You know. Mm -hmm. Who's like? Who's like? Yeah, no, your dad is a dick. Like, I'm your actual father, you and know? we find out later. It's so satisfying yeah. knowing where oh the story gosh. goes. We waited right. years for for that payoff. <laughs> right, right, right. And in the order, you're going to have to wait a little longer for it too. All right, Spoiler I'll deal. Alert. Spoiler alert. What didn't work about this movie for you? Um. Uh. Ronan.
0: Oh my God. Same. Once Wait, again. why are we, why are we completely in sync with this? They just didn't do enough. They didn't give him <laughs> didn't enough do to enough. do, you know, no. he was so and they didn't that-
1: give us enough of a justification for why he was, you know, because like we said, man, the actor that plays him, the, the things that he does, the, the way that he interacts with the characters, like it's all good. He's brilliant. It's just coming. It's coming from a place of like, uh, what the hell is happening here?
0: Yeah. They give him a hot shirtless scene though. And that's cool.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I guess then they'll have to find something else that didn't work. If that's, yeah. you know, if that's no, no, no. It, and no, it's still, it's, it's not
0: enough. It's not enough. And that's the point, you know, like that, that shirtless scene is like Cole's cash, you know, it's like, cool. <laughs> but like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> what am I
1: going to do with this? Yeah,
0: like, what am I actually going to get at Cole's? Yeah. I just came here cause it's an emergency. Um, does this movie? Does this? I don't movie, think I've ever shopped at Coles. I don't think I've ever shopped at Coles. Do you know what? Let's do a quick Coles ad because I shopped at Coles on Sunday night, and I was delighted by the prices and what I bought. And they did not pay me for that. Now, if they would want to pay me to speak more about Coles and to use this Coles cash that I was handed, I'll do it.
1: Tag oh My God, Icon or Ycon presented by Coles.
0: I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I need all the dress shirts. You know me. I live in a collar. Let's do it. Um, all right. I think I know the answer, but like Deser on top five.
1: Yeah. it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so good. No, This is this, this movie has all of the things that you want in a movie. I mean, I watched, I rewatched it yeah. uh, at a hotel, in a hotel room on long Island last weekend um, I didn't need to rewatch it because I know I, I know, know I've it, seen it so know, many it times too. And forwards. Um, but it's it's just one of those great movies, like whenever it's on, and you can drop in. Yeah. Right? Like you can drop into this movie and you're gonna get everything that you want because you know, because you've done they've done such a great job of establishing the relationships. The first time you go it goes by, you're like, Oh yeah, no, I totally know what's going on. Absolutely I totally know who these people are. Um, but it doesn't make it any less special. No, it's so good. Every, every act, I I really feel like there's four acts in this thing, but like every, every act has like, it's, it's important, you know, wonderful moment. It, it,
0: Um, the structure of it, it does have an extended final
1: battle into epilogue sequence that is its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and one thing I didn't even talk about was like the, the Nova Corps, right? Like historically in the comics, like the Nova Corps just get like blasted to shit. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that they actually like put up a pretty good fight for a while. Yeah.
0: They did. this one. But they made you feel for them that they got blasted to shit. They made you care about them. Absolutely. I felt bad. All right. You ready for the random bonus question? I think so. I'm proud of this one. I've never asked it before. It's not a variation of anything I've ever asked before. Okay. You got to take the script and make it in a different era. What
1: era and who directs it? Okay. I just want to apologize to everybody. My my cell phone was on and that beep, I think that was me. It's okay. Did you hear that? No. Okay, so even better. My AirPods now have the ability to dual sync. Oh wow, that's cool. If no one heard that beep, I heard it in my brain because my airpods are dual syncing Did with my not computer hear it. and my phone.
0: Did not hear anyway. It.
1: Side note, I was so distracted by that that I didn't I didn't get the bonus question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll give it to you again. You got to make this movie, take the script and make this movie yep. in a different era. What is the era okay. and who directs it? And the the script is always designed to be a blockbuster.
1: So, okay, let, let that refine your choice. Okay. So it's a space movie with comedic characters and it's a different era. Like it's a different era of our era. Yeah. Right. Of our, of our world. Yeah. You're not going to go with like thirties.
0: Like Billy Wilder. No, but I mean, yeah,
1: like, yeah. Like Frank Capra presents guardians yeah. of the galaxy. No, it's not going to be that. No. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, this is simple. 1990s Cameron Crowe. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow! it's a stretch for him. I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch for him, but he'll nail it. Yeah. He'll nail the tone of it and the sweetness. He'll know what to do. Yeah. He'll know what to do. And it's not, it's not going to be guardians of the galaxy by James Gunn. No. Right. But he can, he could take these characters and the, the task of introducing the infinity stones really and introducing Thanos and, you know, setting us on the course that the MCU now is on Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the lower Order. Yeah. And Cameron Crowe, like he's going to find the right soundtrack of the 90s. You know, and, he like, will. the Friends theme is going to be in there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah 1990s, really Cameron Crowe. Yeah. All right, you go. Don't say 1990s Cameron Crowe. No, no, no. Mid 80s.
0: Okay. All 50s references, because that's what you're doing in the 80s. Uh,
1: okay, sure, 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 sure,
0: George Lucas. Wow. And it,
1: it, it feels... Yeah, like because it, Flash Gordon type shit.
0: Yeah, and it'll fill the gap, that yeah. weird-ass gap that he had between um, Star Wars, between A New Hope and Phantom Menace, that weird 22-year directing gap that he has. It's an un- right. it's an unofficial 22 year gap because he does a lot of work on other stuff and the, but yeah like he doesn't really helm another movie solo until yeah. Phantom Menace and so it'd be mid 80s right. it'd be all 50s ish you know like think like grease you know like all the references would be like that and kind of if you think about it like that it's basically what he thought he was doing with uh Attack of the Clones
1: Yeah yeah, I, I like that answer. I'm just, I'm just lamenting Attack of the Clones. I know it's so sad, so long. The clones never, the clones never attack. No, until the end, and they're yeah. not. Yeah, they're like they're good guys. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, and that, and that, him making Guardians of the Galaxy in the mid '80s would have improved the prequels, um, much yeah. like the Clone Wars do. Yeah, it would
0: have been good.
1: Yeah, great. I like it. What's your special award? Well, I mean, I give the I'm going to give the fuck yeah award <laughs> to Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> every time I see this movie. I just there's so many moments where I just go fuck yeah, you know, rock it with the magnets. Anytime Drax opens his mouth, like when they when Peter dances dance offs, when he grabs the stone, when he sees his mu- like all it's just fuck yeah, like the music in this movie, fuck yeah like the relationships i mean just like the way that it sets up guardians 2 fuck yeah like the way that it sets up endgame like all the stuff in endgame that you get the the, guardians movies end
0: up being very important
1: to the the endgame plot yes (laughs) yes yeah i just i just give it the fuck yeah award man and it's not lazy (laughs) like i didn't run out of time like I just, I just really thought I was coming. I was trying to come up with other things, but like it just, fuck yeah, It just kept popping in my head. No,
0: this movie That's nails it. This movie thing. really does nail it. So, what's I your give, special award? My special award for this movie is the Ocean's Eleven Award. Oh, okay. Because Ocean's Eleven was one of the first times where like, oh, you can put like, you know, some really sizable acting talent in an ensemble oh, yeah. movie. Right? Because it's not like – it's not a movie where like this is the star and these are the followers. You know? Like it's certainly not that at all. Everyone does their own share of helming the movie at a certain point. Even Groot. Precisely. And so yeah. like it, – but it, yeah. it, it, it reminded me of Ocean's Eleven where it's like, man, these, are, these guys are scene stealers and everyone just completely captivates you the whole time. But it is the balance of how much screen time they get, they're given to captivate you and how much heavy lifting mm-hmm. they do individually that makes the team-up yes. part so meaningful. Uh, so it's the Ocean's Eleven award because they all – and their solo outings in this, within this film are so strong and then together they're hysterical. Really? That, that dynamic oh is God. so – it pops.
1: It's, it pops, man. It pops. The it's colors, really yeah. Like everybody, the the one, you know, superhero walking moment that they have. It's We're, great.
0: And Rocket Adjusts' Crotch. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they totally do. They totally pay homage to the right stuff. A space team yeah. up movie.
1: Absolutely. And Rocket Adjusts' Crotch. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Another great visual is at the end um, when they're talking about the plan. Um you know, he says I have twelve percent of a plan. You remember Tony gave yeah. Pepper twelve percent of the building. Yeah, uh, so that's a nice little Easter egg. Um, but the guy who was in the mocap for Rocket stood up, and then they added him standing up. So it's like just oh, swimming. so good. How many great things? So many great
0: things. I think I know the answer to our yeah, yes, question. it's an icon. It's an icon. It's, yeah. yeah, we don't have to fuck around with that. It's so good. Oh. We've been we've we literally spent an hour, an entire hour, just fucking like all over this movie. Yeah. I'm so happy that nobody could see the gesture that I just did. I'll let you. Film it, <laughs> ah, no, they you heard, heard it. it. They, they saw mean... it. They saw it. They saw it with their ears. Trust me. It was not appropriate. Trust me. Yeah, no. Oh my gosh, so yeah. funny! I'm so happy we got to watch this movie again because it was it it's really such a strong balance of light and dark and like epic and really, really practical and, and silly. Yeah. Like it's just so good. It's so good. And really moved inspired by it.
1: Oh, totally inspired. Um, yeah. Listen to the soundtrack. Awesome. Mix volume one, you know, and then when he opens the present and it's like, awesome. Mix volume two, you guys, you're getting another one. Like, I hope you're ready.
0: No, he nailed it so hard. It was so good uh i I, I mean james gunn that rhymed (laughs) i mean i rhyme
1: all the time
0: this one's gonna be hard to follow up cj i'm almost petrified to ask what's next in the la oh
1: well speaking of follow-up yeah i mean so we we went to we went to asgard and we played on earth then we went all the way into space right the far reaches of space now we're we're coming back to earth we're coming back to earth we've got to um we've got to go visit our friend captain america and his new nemesis the winter soldier i love this movie yeah i'm so excited cuz this
0: and and this is the you know i i these are when the mcu movies start getting really
1: fucking good really fucking good like yeah, like, yeah. phase
0: 2 really pops
1: yeah no, absolutely. This is so good. This movie is incredible. I think I'm gonna watch it twice. Yeah, I think I should get all the details in.
0: Yeah, I'm here for it. Yep. Well, I'm glad I will we did as well. I'm glad we did the ephemeral questions because I really feel like I have a better understanding about how much I fucking love this
1: movie. <laughs> it's a getting- good one. It's it's a banana split on a cool, you know, warmish Saturday afternoon, man. A cool, warmish Saturday afternoon. what temperature is that <laughs> you know I was um I was thinking that I like eating ice cream when it's cold, uh, yeah. but most people don't, so that's why I brought it back. I raised the temperature just a little bit okay yeah I, I, so I, andrew I, it's 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 really cold in here. Do you turn up or down the air I, I I'm trying to get the temperature higher so so I'm cold, yeah, Andrew, and you say, okay, I'll turn it. Turn down the air. You'll make it colder?
0: No, I'm going to make it warmer. I'm going to turn down the cold air. Yeah, by and turning
1: and turn down the air conditioner. Yeah, no, the, I always say air, I'll turn it up.
0: No, the air I'll in the room, because it, the, the statement, the, the verb, is in relation to the air uh-huh. in the room, which is cold. And because you it's are cold. cold, you want to turn
1: it down. You're gonna, no, but I'm, I'm cold, so why would you turn the temperature down? No, because I'm not referring to the temperature, I'm referring to the cold air. I bet you you're the kind of guy who fucking parks in a driveway and drives in a parkway, aren't you?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am, and I refuse to apologize for it, sir.
1: Don't, don't. I won't accept your apology if you do. (laughs) All right, my friend. I think that wraps it up. What do you think? I think so too. Yeah, we've um, we started talking um, about air conditioners and parkways, so <laughs> it's time to go. All
0: right, for Icon or Icon, I'm Andrew David
1: Sotomayor. I'm CJ Laroche, da, 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 and we'll MC you next next time. Next time.